Hello, and welcome to Online and Inspired, a weekly podcast for educators, parents, and those leading the way in the future of learning. I'm Emily Smith, founder and CEO of Teleteachers. And I'm Marissa Rothermel, special education teacher extraordinaire, or mama, as my daughter calls me. We are on a mission to live inspired always and talk about our jobs as education innovators, AKA modern day educators, navigating all the things. We are here as pioneers in online education, firmly set in our beliefs in equality, equity, and balance in all things. We are proud educators, proud parents, and we are here with you every week to talk about how we embrace it all, from ed tech news to uh-ohs and boo-boos. Thank you for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe. In everything we do, we strive to bring levity to the conversation. If you're not leaving this podcast with the same feeling you leave the workroom after some juicy conversation we all love, we're doing something wrong. We're moving that water cooler banter online. So let's get to chatting. Are you ready, Marissa? I'm ready, Emily. I'm caffeinated and committed. Let's talk online and inspired. Good morning. It is Monday, August 1st, 2022. This is Marissa Rothermel here with Emily Smith on behalf of Teleteachers. Together, we are online and inspired, and we are so happy that you're here today. I'm pumped. Emily and I like are going back to work today. Kind of, not that we've ever stopped working, but it's kind of the unofficial kickoff here uh, with teleteachers. We've got like trainings all lined up. It feels feels very first day of school vibe. And I'm, so I'm pretty hyped. I'm so excited and so nervous. Yes. <laughs> it's weird. I love these days, but anytime our entire team gets together, I have well, it shouldn't be nerves. Like it, I'm not going to call it nerves because it's more butterflies. It's just so much excitement to see how much the team has grown and to kickstart an amazing year. And just to think about the impact that all of our providers will have on the lives of kids. It's just like all of the emotions. Yeah. And like, can I tell you, okay, so this has gone on my entire life. The day before school starts and like really I'm not starting in my teaching position for the school year yet, but evidently this carries over. Uh, The day before school starts, for as long as I can remember, I would have trouble sleeping. I had the weirdest experience last night. The weirdest. I dreamt that I got up at 4 a.m., came up to my room, was working on one of the projects I'm working for, for teleteachers. I had gone through my morning, I'd made coffee, I'd gotten dressed, you know, done all these things. And then my real life alarm clock went off at 7.30. I was so confused. I'm like, how did I get here? How am I in bed? I've been up for hours. I've been doing all these things. It turns out I had not, I had mentally started my day, but I had physically been snoring I don't understand. It's so confusing. So I'm I'm in this weird state right now where it's like, I feel like I've been awake for hours upon hours and it's been three. <laughs> yes. yes. So first day of school, jitters. Jitters for sure. And I had a horrible case of the Sunday scaries yesterday. Oh. And I came, so I was, I put my daughter to bed poured a glass of wine. And I'm like, I'm going to work on my presentation for today mm-hmm. to the entire team. And I had been stressing out the entire day. Cause I didn't think the presentation was perfect. And look, nobody has to be perfect on our team. That's no. like, shouldn't even be an expectation that I place on myself. So I get to, um, I, I pull out the slide deck and pull it up on my computer. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, I already did this. Okay. It looks good. Why have I been stressing out the day? I think it is just the emotions and just it is. I totally think that these jitters and butterflies are just mean that you're doing the right work. Yeah. You know, you know we're we're people that never gave up the excitement of the first day of school. You know, <laughs> we never gave that up. It's it's still our reality. And yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to get everybody together today, virtually as it is, and just, you know 
get everybody hyped for the year. It's going to be awesome. It's it's a totally new scenario. I mean, you're starting the year in a brand new space. You just moved. I'm starting the year in a brand new space, especially in my new podcast room. Uh, you know, so it's like a perfect little teaching scenario. I don't know. It's new. It's exciting. I'm I'm Jones. It's so good. Have you decided that? Oh, and by the way, my maiden name is Jones. So oh, well, there you go. Then it's it's double Jones. So <laughs> Wait, you went from Jones to Smith? I keep it very interesting and exciting around <laughs> here. You have never struggled with anyone spelling your name wrong. I'm sure no. of it. I'm sure of Probably it. Not. No. Yeah. My last name is Rothermel. No one can spell it. Before that, I was Skinner. Times were easier. Okay. Everyone could spell Skinner, but no one could spell my first name. So this, I'm just stuck for life. Now I do have to be real with everybody. Like there was, you know, <laughs> these aren't the only spellings of last names I had in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. <laughs> Each their own. So um that's right. Live and learn. That, yep. And uh Jones to Smith. It has I don't even remember what I was saying when I dropped that fun fact. I love that. You I were excited. Oh, yes. I was going to ask you, um, is there anything that you've done? special getting ready for this new school year aside in addition from, to having your podcast room. aside from that oh my god what have I done getting ready for the school year you know I've just really worked on upping my game across the board uh you know my my space is better my uh dedication is as amazing as it always has been of course uh but you know I'm I'm working on prioritizing me a little bit and being who I am. And as, as you well know, I have started a second podcast, which I think is great for mental health. What do we talk about all the time on here is, you know, carving out time for you and, and uh, doing the thing that makes you feel good. And I, I'm a family woman. I love being with my daughter, my husband, et cetera. But one of the things that I adore is uh, meeting new people. And getting to know who they are. And I don't believe that we have a whole lot of time to do that anymore. So I did start my own podcast. I'm using myself as my own influencer, by the way, this week. So spoilers. You uh, absolutely <laughs> should. You should be so proud of what you've created. It is amazing. And it's something that I look forward to. Like last night as I was cooking dinner, I'm like, oh, I got to figure out how to hook up the podcast to the Sonos so I can listen to Marissa's <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. So that's the, that's the the new side project, the side hustle, if you will. It's just for fun. It's not sponsored or anything like that, but it's called a toast and a tail and it's at a toast and a tail on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, et cetera. Uh, And I release a new, um, new cast every Friday and a bunch of things throughout the week to get you hyped for it. And it's just, wait, did you just say cast? I did. Yeah, yeah. We have we abbreviate now. We're cool. <laughs> very cool. I I mean, that's you're very cool. Yeah, yeah. This you know, is I, your jam. This is your this is your true side hustle. This it is, is. It's so exciting. It is. You know, I get to sit down with a new person for an hour each week and get to know who they are, and it's a toast because we do enjoy an adult beverage, generally speaking, during it. I pretty much always will, I'll be honest, uh, and other people can choose to or not, but they always bring something to sip on because we do properly toast throughout the uh, throughout the cast, and we just get to learn about someone else's life through a couple different rounds of questioning and conversation, and it's a lot of fun. It's coming together really nicely. It's got a very, very nice reception. We only launched a week ago. We've got two episodes out so far, but highly recommend everyone checks it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. So it's feel good by the end of it. I think. Tell, tell everyone kind of how this came about. You asked me one time what I would do on this podcast if I was not an educator. And I said, I'd be a bartender and (laughs) that is true. And that was where this was born. It really is because I would, I would bartend. I can't bartend right now. I have a toddler, you know, maybe I can do it in retirement, but boy, what am I good at? It's, you know, A, talking and B, being virtual. So why don't I just take that bartender experience, you know, where you're enjoying a beverage and and chatting with somebody maybe you've met, maybe you haven't met. I do have people that I've never met on my calendar coming up in the next few weeks. And we're just going to learn a little bit about each other over the course of our hour together. And that all came out of the conversation saying, hey, what would you do if you weren't doing what you are doing? And here we are, a toast and a tail. 
So cool. So proud of you. This is amazing. I can't wait to be on the show. (laughs) I can't wait either. That'll be so nice. An entire hour dedicated to you. I can't wait to toast you. It'll be fantastic. I'm so psyched. Well, I'm psyched too. And I have purchased red wine because again, cool and exciting. (laughs) That's good. There's nothing wrong with a glass of red. I'll tell you what, I'm following so many cocktail influencers on Instagram now. And I realized that I think I'm going to start collecting glassware because they're really cool cups. And we've talked before about our love of going to like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army. You know, you have seen some really cool cupware there in the past, right? That's where you find the cool cups. And I think that's going to be my new thing. I think I'm going to hunt the secondhand stores to find cool glassware because I like to take a picture of whatever I'm sipping on for the podcast and I can make some really cool cocktail drinks. And what a great excuse to support my love of cups, which is something that my husband makes fun of me all the time. He's like, you need to limit your cups. Like there's no room. But now he said, I have a podcast room and if I want to fill it with cups, I can. So Oh my goodness. It's going to be so cups, exciting. Cups, 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 cups. cups. <laughs> Now you're going to be the uh, cups version of Sarah Blakely's, um, the founder of Spanx. You know, she, if you follow her on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. she does it with coffee mugs, inspirational coffee mugs. That's great. Like she doesn't even have to say anything in her post. She just holds up like a bad, a like coffee mug and we were talking last week about Gary V. You know, he got part of his start over mugs, right? Do you know about I didn't that? Know about mugs. Yeah. I knew about the wine, but I didn't know yeah. about mugs. No, he realized that people, like he was on um, eBay one time and he realized that people would pay a silly amount for certain mugs. So he did exactly that. He went around to all of these secondhand stores, yard sales, et cetera, just would buy them willy nilly. And he would say, okay, I'm going on eBay. I'm going to look up this mug. And he'd find that people are paying $80, $100 or more for certain coffee mugs. And that's how we got to start. I didn't know it was with specific mugs. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. And um, and what a market too, because um, oh, when the pandemic started, you know, it was hard for everybody. It was, you know, I had a baby in April, right after quarantine went through postpartum depression for months and months and months. And I needed an outlet, like something to bring joy into my life. And so I started, um, meeting every week. Maybe we'll go into this more on a toast. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a longer extended version for that, but we have a full hour. (laughs) Um, I started talking with my grandmother for an hour every Thursday evening and with the intention of one day writing a book about all of her stories. And she told me, I was like, grandma, what is the most wonderful memory in your life? Like when you think back, there's nothing but joy and happiness. And she was telling me about when her and her grand and, and my grandfather went to the world's fair when it was being held. It was either, I think it was in Knoxville, Tennessee that year, Knoxville, potentially Nashville, but I think Knoxville. And she said, it was a wonderful trip. I'll remember it forever. Here's what we did. And she went and visited her sister and, you know, saw all of her uh, family members anyway. So for Christmas this past year, I went on eBay and I found a mug that was from the world's fair, um, in that year where she went and that's the present that, and I like, from now on, I'm like, we have to start gifting with intention. Yes. Um, so yes, Gary V the OG. Right. Wow. What a great gift. That's amazing. Did she cry? <laughs> Well, I, I wasn't there when she opened it. Okay. I, I don't know if she did. I'll ask her. Yeah, I'll... you should report back. <laughs> I bet she did. That's such a great gift. And that's the thing, you know, especially the holidays. I know, you know, it's August. I generally start my holiday shopping in September. So, you know, I've got to start thinking now. Yeah, I have to start thinking now. Like, all right, what are we, you know, I like to intentionally give gifts. I don't, I don't do gift cards. I don't do any of that stuff. It's like, okay, what's personal to this person? and. Uh, it takes a long time. <laughs> yes. You're giving me anxiety though. Talking oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You've got months and months and months and months. It's totally, you know, summertime, summertime vibes. You're home. How does it feel to be home? You were gone so long. 
It feels so good to be home. Yeah. Although I love being on the road and I love um, meeting with people and hearing about the wonderful work that is being done in the area of mental health and education and technology. There's just something about it just that just brings so much energy. And before I had a child, I was on the road all the time, all the time. I mean, at least um, three or four times a month going to visit a client or doing something like the hustle. And so now I experienced a little bit of that last week and it like got me excited. And so now I'm kind of back analyzing this week. Okay. How do I do the things that bring me energy and move the company forward? I mean, there is no comparison to being on site with people and winning business, growing the business. I mean, you just have to be there. How do I balance that between having a two-year-old and having a husband that works in Chicago and we live in Florida? And right. So again, maybe this is a discussion for Tosnail, <laughs> but so um, much. I know. <laughs> it just caused me to think, you know, to just totally appreciate human interaction face to face and also think about what does this mean in my life now? And how do I recreate a version of this that works for, you know, works for my family? So I think that answer is last week's guest, David and, <laughs> and Van X, and it's all coming full circle. And we just got to set you up with a really, really sweet ride. And you can travel the country. Maddie can go with you, you know, maybe get your mom to come with you for a while. <laughs> And then just van life. I don't like driving. Okay. That's going to put a damper on that plan. Yeah. Because I think it's a different, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need like plane life, plane X, you know what I mean? A little private jet. You, you know? know, tele-teachers may have to do some expanding. We <laughs> have to hustle a little harder. A little, little more hustle required. Yeah, I don't I don't know that we're at private jet life so far. I mean, we are an education company. I don't know that that matches the MO of how yeah. they but uh... we might be able to get you like a rickshaw. I don't, I don't know if we're much past that right now, but we're we'll trying. Give a, we'll give you a bush plane. There you go. You know, economical, get you anywhere you want to go. Yeah, I love it. I would love to see you with a little pilot hat just cruising around. Tell a teacher's branded, of course, you know, cruising around on on the bush plane. I think that would be spectacular. (laughs) Co-pilot Maddie in the second seat. Yeah, we'll put that under the budget. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, this is why I don't do budgeting. Just so we're clear, I'm totally sold on this idea. And that's why I can never be in finance. It's okay to be sold on this idea. But I think we're going to have to, um, uh, we're going to have to invest more in the succession plan of who comes in to replace me when this uh, (laughs) doesn't go well. I understand. That's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's okay. We're going to make our millions on our podcast and it'll be, it'll be fine. (laughs) There we go. Oh, well. Uh, All right. Well, let's talk a couple things about uh, our, our usual, our usual touch points. So obviously I'm the influencer of the week at a toast and a tail, but uh, do you have another influencer you wanted to talk about today? I know you have a book. Yes, I have an influencer and it's kind of a non-traditional influencer because he doesn't know that he's an influencer. So it is, uh, how do I find my, who I follow on TikTok? Okay. Well, we'll follow up after the show, but it's the CEO of this um, camping company, like this outdoors company. And um, uh, we'll figure it out. Maybe you can edit it in or something. I can definitely fix that. Perfect. I'm getting good. Emily. I know you are. I'm know getting you are. good. You have no idea. Video is coming folks. It's going to be <laughs> stellar. We're not there yet. I'm not that good, but audio we're, we're going to be making improvements every single week here. It's I'm, I'm getting real excited about what I can do now. Sound effects. I've been downloading some. Oh boy. This influencer doesn't know he's an influencer. He's the CEO of this really cool outdoors company and um, his marketing team secretly created a TikTok all about him and they felt him doing like some weird stuff around the office and just like being a good human in general. Like he had a yoga class for the entire team outside. This is an example of, of his office. And he had all these yoga mats set up and nobody shown. And they're like <laughs> in the window filming this for TikTok as he's like sending an email out. Is anybody joining me? And so they just capture these really like, 
funny moments of him being this just endearing CEO. Like I want to meet this guy at some point. Um, but so I wonder if it's a, if it's like a hack and he really does know that he's being filmed right, or maybe right. he actually doesn't know. So we're going to have to figure that out before we, we are. realize, before we advertise on our socials. It's really funny. It's put on our Sherlock Holmes hats here and get out our magnifying glasses and and play. Uh, boy, I'm blanking on that word. Investigator, scavenger hunt. No, what's a word? What do you call a guy like Sherlock Holmes? Like, what do you call him? He's a detective. Detective. That's, That's a word. Yes, there you go. We're putting on our detective hats and riding around in a bush plane. <laughs> And this is my book for the week. It's called Wild Women, W-Y-L-D-E, Wild Women in Celebration of the Feminine by Terry St. Cloud. And I found this at our beloved bookstore in Washington, D.C. Books, shout out. Um, and uh, picked it up and was so intrigued. It's this um, short book of really short little poems that just are raw and get down into um the the power of the feminine um and it's an easy read so i read this in one sitting like in a half hour on my couch um but okay so here's here's an example one page three lines she fell is the name of this one she fell from their graces into her truth Oh, I like that. These short, short, powerful things. Another one, uh, oneself. In the love of oneself, the connections of all the universe are felt and one's flame burns pure. I like that. Oh, I really it like that so one. It's so powerful. That's I awesome. I might need that book on my desk. Yeah. Thanks. It's a good book just to pick up when you need a little, you know, pep in your step and Cool. Well, I'm going to be the guy who breaks the format just a little bit on um, a book because I haven't picked up a book this week. Not even one time. That's not true. I've picked up tons of children's books. A million, a million children's books. It's not like you've been launching a second podcast. Right. I haven't been doing that. Giant project that I'm working on now for school district out West and so many things. Um, Sleeping, not one of them. Uh, Even when I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping now. So no, I didn't, I didn't really read any books this week, but you know what I did do? My husband and I sat down and watched a movie late night Friday and it felt so good to turn off my brain and sit there with a glass of wine, my husband in a movie and a blanket because I'm adjusting to the temperatures here now. And basically if it's under 75 degrees, I'm freezing. Um, So, and then a blanket. And we watched uh, the one that's on Netflix now called The Gray Man. I was going to watch that this weekend. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It doesn't get caught up in itself. There are several storylines that they don't really go to in deep. Like it doesn't fall into any traps like other movies. It's just a fun action drama movie. And you just, you get real tied into the characters and it's wonderful to see uh, Captain America play a bad guy. Um, That's an awesome break from what, you know, if you're a Marvel movie watcher to see him in that kind of role was phenomenal. Uh, And it was just, it was really well done. And I highly, highly recommend watching The Gray Man and it's on Netflix right now. So uh, yeah, take some time. So it's a Marvel film? No, no, it's not. It's not, Perfect. not at all. I'm just saying. You lost the, me there. Yeah, sorry. No, it is not at all a superhero Marvel film. Okay. Not at all. It's just that the gentleman, Chris. Oh, there's so many Chris's. I'm going to do the wrong one. Chris Pine. There's Chris. See, this is the problem. We'll it's the, the gentleman who plays um, uh, Captain America classically. He He is a bad guy in this movie. And it was wonderful to watch. Cool. It was a lot of fun, but we have a special guest that we need to let in right now. And she is, uh, you know, if you're, if you're an Instagram educator, uh, you may know her. She goes by Latina speechy, right? That's, that's the handle. Miss Daniela. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah. Well, the handle is, um, la Latina speechy. La just means like the, so, you know, a little extra spice in there. I love it. (laughs) Spice of life. It's so good to see you. You too. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Yeah, 
thanks for waiting in the waiting room for us. I'm, I'm thrown off a little bit. You're using the palm tree background. Up until yeah. about two weeks ago, I was the palm tree background user. So. I feel like I can't get rid of it. I, I don't know. Like, what else would I put? You know, it's, it's like, great. It's the best. I, I love it. I do feel relaxed. But Marissa, you know that this could be Daniela's actual background. She's in Miami. I'm jealous. I know. I am. I am. She had messaged me one time about delicious uh, pastries when we were asking about favorite local foods. And I have both admired her and never forgiven her for that because I still haven't (laughs) tasted them. So (laughs) I actually still haven't looked into, you know, sending some via mail. (laughs) Via mail. That's okay. It's okay. I'll make my way down to Miami one day. Miami will never forget it. Is it ready? Probably. I'm probably pretty low key compared to compared no, to no, most people in Miami. They're ready. They're always <laughs> ready here. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, welcome on. So uh, tell us who are you and what do you do? Alrighty. So I'm Daniela Trujillo, um, as you probably already introduced me before, and I am a bilingual speech language pathologist. Um, I've been practicing for almost six years, actually in September next month. It's kind of weird that we're like already in the fall. I'm, I'm like not ready for it, but I'm ready for it. You know, I, I like that time of the year, but, um, but yeah, I've been working with the pediatric population for most of my years as a speech language pathologist. And I couldn't imagine, you know, doing anything else. Well, and you have the cutest baby boy I've ever seen in my life. Marissa, I don't think I've seen Laura a photo. And Maddie are going to be obsessed with him. <gasps> oh boy. Oh, he is just, he's our little angel. How old is he? He's 13 months. Oh, that's so fun. Yes. He's just becoming like a tiny human. That's so <laughs> I, I know. Even though I feel like he's he's been like an old man his whole <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And you're, I mean, you're so involved in the Miami mom community too. I just love following you on Instagram and seeing all of the places that you are and how you're so involved with, um, other mothers. I'd love to hear more kind of how you got into that space. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, like community has always been something huge for me. Um, when I was back in college at USF, where I did my undergrad, I was part of a group called InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. And I feel like it was there where I really learned like what it meant to have people around you that, you know, not like, not only like working towards a common goal, but, you know, having just like a lot in common, but also being so different at the same time. Um, So anyways, I've always wanted to find community here in Miami. And when I moved here, since I don't have any family here, um, except for my half, my half brother that moved here two years ago. But when I first moved here, I didn't have anyone. And so, um, I've had friends here and there that have lived in Miami, but some of them like moved away and then, you know, they started um, having a family. And when we had, you know, when I had Enzo um, last year, I, I mean, just like motherhood is like a whole new life, you know, everything you, you literally don't know what you're stepping into until you're like living it in the moment. So um, it, it was a, a time where I was like trying to find, you know, who I am as a mother, as a wife and trying to juggle like all of my different identities. And anyways, um, like around March, I finally found no, it was around February where I found this group um, called the Miami Mom Collective. And um, they were they had posted on their Instagram that they wanted to um, find like more contributors to add to their team to, you know, to blog and stuff. And I've always been into journaling, even though over the past couple of years, I kind of dropped it because it was one of those things where life got so busy. I'm like, okay, I, 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 you know, you just start doing stuff and you forget like what your favorite hobbies are and everything like that. So long story short, um, I got chosen as to be part of the contributor team. And in March was my first, they call it um, mom's night out. So I was actually freaking out because Enzo was like eight or nine months at the time. And we were going to like a pizza restaurant and I it was like 35 minutes away and I and I'm like I'm not going like when the day came I'm like nope I'm not going it's okay I'll just lose the $15 and my husband's like no you need to go I'm like no no I'm gonna stay because it's okay it's fine I'll just go out another time I'm like making excuses he's like no you really need to to like get a group of friends that are also moms and and you know like talk about 
talk about life, talk about, you know, vent to them because sometimes you tell me things, but I don't know how to relate. And I'm like, wait, you're my husband. You're supposed to know. So anyways, I went in March and, and it was just great to just like talk and like hear somebody, you know, that had like two kids or three kids or one kid that also goes through the same things that I'm going through. I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one or like, okay, I'm not that, I'm not that far off, you know, from thinking what I'm thinking. So anyways, it's been great. And this summer that I've been able to go out on like play dates with him and with the other moms and their kids and just kind of just enjoy, you know, all parts of motherhood with other women. It's been amazing. I love that. I love that. And I think you contribute so much to that community. Um, I mean, in addition to just being an amazing human, you, your background in um, language development from even what you post on Instagram and look, I was doing similar work as you. And even the things that you say, I'm like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) You know, this is, you know, uh, what a, like, I think this morning you posted, like, this is how chair, when a kid is trying to say chair, here's what it sounds like, you know, when they first start talking and by the time they're four years old. And that's just, I just really appreciate what you contribute, not only to, um, you know, this community of moms, but even, you know, our, um, uh, Instagram community. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if this happens to you all, but I'm like, I feel like I could be doing more. Like I could be, you know, like posting, I don't know how people get into like posting all of these reels. And like, I'm like, man, I want to be that mom. I want to, I want to be that speech therapist, but sometimes I'm like, okay, I can't like, I'm doing a million other things. So I like, I would like to, you know, like post more and be, but that's why I, I like, you know, repost other um, like therapists that, that post like very valuable content and maybe that's what they do for a living and they don't, you know, do other things. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm just huge on like educating parents and, and families on how they can help with their child's development. And now as a mom and a speech therapist, it's like even more. We love that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's interesting how, you know, you, you train for years, you know what you're doing with however many kids have come through your door, across your office, whatever. And then you have your own child. You're like, (laughs) right. It's completely different now. It is. I don't know why it's different, but everyone that I know that's been in the education field says, yep, nope, it's completely different now. And I mean, it is and it isn't. And you can apply the same things, but for some reason, I don't, I find at least, speaking for myself, I don't naturally click into all of my training, you know, in in the moment. For example, one of the things that I always, always was able to handle like a champion in my classrooms was biting. And I would get sent children who chronically bit other kids. I would be able to work through that. It was great. No big deal. Kind of my bread and butter. I have a daughter. What's the one behavior she has? She's a biter. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding? And I'm sitting here. I'm like, why? Why can't I squash this? What am I now doing wrong that I could do right for 15 years before this? And my child is is outwitting me. So it's, it's very interesting when, you know, you have your, your small spawn, you know, suddenly be able to just completely undo everything you thought, you knew. <laughs> that I feel like I can totally relate to that because last, like, I would say last month, Enzo started with like this, like hitting or like slapping where he would just like hit me in the, like in the face or like on the, and I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I'm like, okay, okay, take a step back. You're a speech therapist. You've done, you've dealt with behaviors. What do you tell your parents? It's okay. You know, and I'm like, I'm not implementing what I tell my parents. I'm like freaking out, like telling my husband, like, why is Enzo hitting me? I love him. I've been with him more over the summer. Like I I was like, he's like, it's okay. We just have to tell him not to do it. I'm like, no, there, there has to be another way. Anyways, I was freaking out and I'm like, okay, something. I I need to stop. This is normal. And then I'm like, am I questioning these toddler behaviors now that I'm a mom? Well, and combine that with the pressures of the world to do gentle parenting now. Oh, exactly. How I was raised, it was like, no, you didn't, girlfriend. You know, and my mom, I get out the wooden spoon, and my mom was just on the podcast, and she's like five feet tall, whatever actually heard anything but um yeah it's there's pressure to be like to not say no in your home and all of these mm-hmm. things and like I just don't know how to do that I know I've been telling my husband I'm like we're not gonna say no he's like what do you mean we have to say no because he needs to learn what no means and 
And I'm like, no, but I learned. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, because you have to teach them what you're supposed to do. He's like, but he doesn't understand. He's learning. I'm like, okay, maybe we should say no. So it's hard for me too. Cause I'm like, my husband's teaching me how to discipline our child, but I thought I was supposed to know more because I'm a speech therapist. But anyways, now he's not doing that because you know, we, we helped him where, and I guess he learned because whenever my husband was around, he would tell him Enzo, like in his like dad voice. And he would literally just like stop and he would look at me. And then we tell him like suavecito, which means like gentle. And then we would teach him how to do it. And he does that now, but Anyways, it's cool. just can I borrow your husband? Just, just <laughs> yeah. until the bite, just until the biting's over. I mean, Seriously. to be fair, she's teething. That's why, like, I really am hoping. I'm praying. It's all connected, okay? Like, I'm really, really hoping. But uh, otherwise, like, I don't know what a ticket from Miami to Charleston is, but I, I'm I'm considering it just for a little while. I promise I'll feed him well. Suavecito. <laughs> I mean, that's so much nicer yeah. than right here. I mean, that sounds so nice. I know. I mean, and we, and like, we taught him that before he started hitting. So I'm like, what, what is he doing? Like we told him suavecito. And so now he's not doing it, but you know, can I just have one real mom moment before Marissa goes back to totally 20. (laughs) Um, so last night I had put Maddie to bed and it was a long process. Like we're into very much like mom, hold my hand uh, while I fall asleep. And so like you talk about like an hour and then um, came out to the kitchen 30 minutes later, she's knocking on her door. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I put her in the crib. So now she's getting out of her crib. She refuses oh. to go back into bed. And I'm like at my wits end with the Sunday scaries like preparing for our training today. And, um, so I go, I don't know what to do here, Maddie. How about ocean lays down with you, our dog ocean. So literally I sent my dog in there and she went back to bed flawlessly. And so I'm like, cool. This dog is worth like all of the pain and suffering over the last year to potty. That's amazing. Maybe that's what I need to start trying like and have a dog. Now my daughter's in a crib. I have a 100 pound dog and I have like a 65 pound dog. So I'm not really sure which one I'm hoisting up and, and into the oh, crib, no. but oh, no, she like, she got down out of her crib again. And I'm like, whatever, you guys can fall asleep wherever you may in the figure room. it out. That's awesome. Oh my God. Bedtime. That something. is amazing. She just wanted some warmth. She's like, okay, my mom has to go. I'll take the dog. Sure. And whatever works. That's great. I'm waiting for the day. I can't wait for the day where Nora, well, I mean, the dogs are waiting. They are waiting because we don't let them up on the bed. And I know Nora's going to hundred percent. So I am waiting for the day that the dogs can go sleep in her room. And I mean, our, our dogs snore. It's, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. <laughs> How old is Nora again? Nora is 22 months. She'll oh. be um, September 17th. She'll turn two years old. So oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah, but she's tall and lanky and most people think she's somewhere between three and four. So it's very confusing to be out in public. They're like, why isn't she talking? Because she's one. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking in a one-year-old way, you know? (laughs) Oh my goodness, I know. Explaining that to people, I don't know. I don't know if this happens to you all, but I I get a little annoyed when people are like, so is he walking yet? Is he talking yet? I'm like, can you just ask me, what does he do? What does he like to do? What does he like to eat? Instead of asking me about milestones all the time. Right. We don't put enough pressure on ourselves. <laughs> oh, well, I guess uh, we should continue on some of our questions here, though. I could do this all day long. Okay. This is my therapy today. So I'm so glad that you're on here. And Emily, I love that you had a mom moment and we need 25 more of those. Maybe that's an entire segment from now on is Emily's mom moment. Go. <laughs> So Daniela, how do you maintain a work-life balance? Because obviously you have a ton going on. So it's really like work-life motherhood balance. What are your secrets? And I feel like I always add stuff. And my husband's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, because I need to grow in life. I just, you know, there's not enough. I, I There's not enough time. There's not enough you can do. Um, but I feel like maintaining a work-life balance for me, it's more of making sure that um, that I'm taking care of myself, that I'm taking care of my family, um, so that I'm able to focus at work. So I feel like if I'm anxious about something like, oh, Enzo, you know, something about Enzo or something about, you know, my marriage, because, you know, besides being a mother, I'm also a wife. Um, I feel like I have to take care of myself, my family, and then 
I can, you know, have peace at work and give, give my all to my students and, you know, focus on like, what is it that my students need today? How can I reach out to teachers and kind of have like that? Um, what's the word? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what the word is, but just, just be ready to face like what, what life brings at work. If I'm able to have a balance or have like peace with what's going on in my life. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, but definitely. Does. In my mind, it makes sense that like, <laughs> I care of myself, my family, um, then I'm able to, to give everything at work. And that's for me, that's a work-life balance. Yeah, absolutely. You have to make sure that you're prioritizing yourself in order to be able to give to others. You know, you have to be able to make sure that your needs are met. And by, you know, part of that is making sure your family's and your child's need needs are met. And that's such a difficult thing to do, but uh, taking that time is so important. So uh, tell us about your journey and how you got here today. You said that you moved to Miami a few years ago. Uh, you know, you do have a huge following on Instagram. Like, how did you get to be who you are? So that that's like a difficult question because I'm like, where do I start? Really? Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Okay, so I guess I was born in Connecticut. Um, my my husband makes fun of me because he's like, oh, you grew up in you grew up and you were born in retired cities because I re- was raised in Tampa. I'm like, no, you're just from Miami, so that's just different. That's like a whole other country. Um, anyways, <laughs> I moved from Connecticut to Tampa when I was five years old uh, with my mom, dad, and my brother. That's four years younger than me, and um, I loved being raised in Tampa. I, I think it was a great um, community and a great city for for our family to to be raised at. And um, so I guess I'll talk about my SLP journey and how I became a speech therapist. Um, so my mom, when I was finishing, when I had graduated from high school and we were, I was going to start college and my parents had gotten a divorce at that point. And we also found out that my mom had thyroid cancer. So um, it was, it was like a lot to, to handle, but at the same time, it was, you know, we were just focusing on um, taking care of my mom and, and starting college. And my brother was at that point, probably in high school. But um, the good thing is that my mom was getting treatment at the Moffitt Cancer Center, which is on the campus of USF, where I was going to school. So I was able to go and I was commuting at the time. I lived with my mom and I was commuting to college 30 minutes away. So those those few um, days that she was there, I was able to visit her like before class and after class and whatever break I had. And I remember once I went into um, her room and there was these two like young women there and they were doing a, an evaluation, like a voice evaluation. And I'm like, what is that? What? I, I always thought I wanted to work in the hospitals. I just thought it was, you know, cool to be like in the medical side and, but not being a doctor or, or a nurse, but doing something else. And so when I, when I heard about this, I'm like, who are they? You know, like voice evaluations, you might need voice therapy. I'm like, what is that? Um, at that point I was already working for, um, USF. I was tutoring kids for like a reading program. So anyways, when I learned about being able to be a a speech therapist, I, I looked into it because in my mind, I wanted to, um, either be like a psychologist. But then when I, when I saw that, happening in the hospital. I'm like, I, I kind of do want to be a nurse, but I don't know if I want to be a nurse. Um, anyways, so I looked into it and my friend told me about it at the same time. And I thought, this is awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to look into it. And, and I started doing the classes for, for speech therapy. And my mom didn't end up needing um, voice therapy, but I think it was like a, like one of those aha moments that I needed because I was starting college and it was like, it, it kind of like gave me set me up for what I was going to do. So I decided I'm going to become a speech therapist. And the program um, at USF was really great because they actually have an undergrad for um, communication sciences and disorders. Uh, I know a lot of schools don't have that undergrad. So um, I, I became a speech therapist. Well, I finished there my bachelor's at USF. And I, had, I felt like um, God was calling me to, to leave home which is weird because I'm very close to my mom and my brother and my aunt and cousin also live there. And I'm like, but why would I want to leave my comfort? Why would I want to leave my home? I love, I love my mom. Um, and my stepdad was also part of the picture and he still is. 
Um, and I'm like, why, why would I want to leave my family? But I just felt like, like I had to go, like it was my time. So I applied to FIU for my master's and I applied to, um, a university in Texas. And my mom has always been a huge supporter. And she's like, wherever you go, you're going to do great. And I didn't even apply to USF because I'm like, that's not an option. I have to go. So I got into FIU. Um, this was already 2014. Um, this is 2014 in March. I came to a, a missions trip with my university Christian fellowship group. And I was graduating that May. So March, spring break. We came and we did like a one week um, thing, one week trip where we were staying at a church and we were um, like volunteering with the homeless and kind of getting like a little glimpse of like what it was like to be homeless. We were like sleeping outside of the church in the parking lot and everything. And the funny story is that I actually met my husband during that trip because when we went to, um, we were doing like a, a talk at the MDC Wolfson campus there in downtown. And we were um, talking about Jesus and justice. That was the, the topic of the day. So my husband was walking with two other guys and I just felt like the Holy Spirit like moved me. I'm like, turn around. So like I turned around and I see him and I'm like, I am not going up to that guy. He is way too stylish, way too tall. Like, no, there's no way. But I was walking towards them. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to go talk to them. So I went up and I'm like, hey, guys, do you have a minute? And they just kept walking. They totally ignored me. And so I said to them, you guys are super rude. I'm talking to you. And then they turned around and they're like, oh, sorry, we're, we're on our way to class. And I'm like, okay, but like I come from Tampa, like we're coming to do something important. And I'm like, you like, what's going on here? What is what are these people doing? Like I'm talking to them. That, anyways, I thought that was super rude. Like I told them. I'm still laughing about the, he's too tall. I can't talk to him. He's oh, too, no. tall. <laughs> too, too tall and trendy. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I was Avoid. Like, so embarrassed. <laughs> so anyways, um, they ended up stopping. They're like, oh, our pasta is going to get cold. I'm like, guys, like, I just need two minutes. Like I come from Tampa. We're talking about Jesus and justice. If you guys don't have time right now, um, I have, let me get a clipboard. So like I ran to my friend, I'm like, here, write down your name, email, phone number. I'll reach out to you. I'll let you know what we're doing this week. Um, and then his friends like, were like, nah, we're good. And then, and he was like, okay. And he tells me now he's like, oh, I just signed the paper. Cause I thought I was signing up for community service hours that I needed. Like, <laughs> you would whatever. So anyways, like, um, that, that week he ended up coming to two different outreach projects that we were doing. And like, when I said bye to him, like, it felt weird. Like I was like, I felt like I was leaving like a, like a family member or like someone that that I was going to miss. And I'm like, I just met this guy three times during the week. This is, this is weird. That is, can I just say, that's a really sly way to ask for somebody's number. <laughs> right. I mean, I, and I didn't have that intention at all, like at all, sure. but yeah, now, now we know. <laughs> Girls got game. All yeah, right. All right. Posted on what we're doing this week. I just need your number. <laughs> hey, I'll be right back. Let me get a clipboard. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I know that's yeah. He always says, Oh, you, you, you were looking for me. I'm like, no, I wasn't. I was literally trying to like spread the gospel and you thought you were getting community service hours. So there you go. Oh my goodness. So then, um, like two weeks later, I came for my interview at FIU and he had texted me saying, um, like, Oh, I want to take you out to lunch. But my mom and I were just taking like a one day trip to Miami. Like we were just driving from Tampa, going to the interview and driving back to Tampa. And I'm like, um, that sounds great, but I'm with my mom. He's like, it's okay. I'll take you guys both out. I'm like, this is Aww. so weird. So he took us to a, a Colombian restaurant. My family's Colombian and him and my mom were like hitting it off like best friends. And I'm like, okay, like, hello, I'm here too. Um, that was, that was great. And then, yeah. Um, I found out like a week after that, that I got accepted into FIU and I was moving in July to start in August. So that's when I, I moved to, um, to Miami and it was really hard leaving my family. My stepdad and my mom came and they, you know, set me up, um, at a, an apartment complex in Doral where I lived for four years. And, um, I mean, we're, we're still really close. They still visit very often. And I would go all the time to Tampa and, um, Hesley, my husband was like my best friend. He would take me everywhere. He, my, my two roommates would be like, he totally likes you. I'm like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> By the way, I never had a boyfriend before. So I never really like went on dates like that before. And they're like, you just came home with like a, a stuffed animal giraffe from the zoo. Like, really? He totally likes you. I'm like, 
no, he's just nice. He would always like buy me food and stuff like that. And anyways, we started dating in December and we're each other's first loves and everything. So that if you heard me right now, like, sweet. you're being way too corny, but it's true. That's so cute. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I became a speech therapist. Um, once I graduated in 2016, I did my CF here and um, that's how I'm, that's how I got here today. That's amazing. What a beautiful story. You've done a lot. And I love, I love bringing in how you met your husband to your story. That's so fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. I know Emily has to pop out because she's getting ready for the training we're attending in just a few minutes. But if you don't mind hanging out with me for a few minutes, we'll get through the rest of our questions. And yeah. I just want to keep talking to you. Of course, <laughs> like, of course. You're amazing. Thank you so oh. much for being on, on the podcast. I can't wait to listen to the the next few minutes uh, this evening <laughs> once Marissa has this live. But Thanks for all you do and for sharing your story. This is equal parts inspiring and hilarious all at the same time. So thank I'll see you guys you soon. Bye, Em. See you soon. Bye. All right. So Daniela, that was hysterical. And now men, watch out if she's ever carrying a clipboard. <laughs> she's looking for numbers. Probably not for her, but I'm sure she's got some friends. She's in a mom's group. You got to watch out. <laughs> All right. So that was a beautiful journey. And now today, how are you personally living inspired? That's kind of our subtext to our whole uh, online and inspired is, you know, what do you do to live inspired? I love that so much. And I always um, think about that when I heard that from you guys the first time. Thank you. Um, I feel like living inspired to me, it means like being present in the moment and being here now. Um, it's It's just I mean, I think about like when, when I grew up, how my parents were like, they were always there for me. Um, we would always go on trips together, you know, from, from a young age, they would take us to Disney, which I think is the reason why I'm like obsessed with Disney. It's all their fault. Girl, a- you are, you are preaching to the choir on that one. Okay. I, pl- I totally put it on my parents. I was like, if you guys didn't take me there, I wouldn't have this tattoo of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> where do you have it oh my goodness <laughs> look at that oh my gosh that's yep. like both like a uh, a blessing and a curse because if I saw that on my wrist I'd be like okay when are we going I need like, to go now yeah like yeah. I would tap it like if I had a magic wand like up and I'm there you know it grounds me it's one of those things where I look at it and it, I don't know it somehow brings me back to you know who I am and in in my, you know, in my heart of hearts, I am a Disney fanatic, you know, I believe in like, you know, let the magic happen and you can solve anything with song and that kind of stuff always carries through to my classroom. And so I Mm. I take pride in my, in my tattoo and, and just like who it represents about being me, you know, it's the only one I've got. And it was never a question of of what I was going to get, but it's very simple Mickey Mouse tattoo with a, a heart in his ear. And it just, it's, I get it. Disney life, man. I'm, I'm so ready to go. I haven't been since right before the pandemic and it hurts. Yeah, I know. I know we were going to go this year, but our schedules were kind of squirrely. So we might try to get there in the fall, but I can't wait to bring Nora there for the first time. And just, I don't know when we go, we go for like 10 days. So yeah, we live there. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. It's so much fun, but like, it's, you know, it's a big trip. So it's, it's properly going and feeling and absorbing all of the Disney magic. So it can hold you over until, uh, till the next time you get there. But wow. (laughs) I have a message for you. If you can see what I have on my desk, I don't know because of the, if you can dream it, you can do it. (laughs) Daily reminder. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. I was considering putting up that same exact phrase in my new podcast room, actually. I was going to get one of those wall tattoos and put it up, uh, up in here. So that's one of my favorites. I, I love think it. It was meant to be. It was obviously best friends now. Totally. <laughs> so living inspired, obviously it's going to Disney as often as you want. <laughs> Seriously. Living inspired is, is going to Disney. And we've been twice with Enzo already. And we, we took like, um, we took him at eight months and then we took him at 12 months and it's just, wait, was, was he eight, six, seven, eight? Yeah. Um, it's insane how much he changes in those months and how the experience is different for him and for us, you know, just watching him soak up all the magic. That's so cool. I'm so envious. I cannot wait to bring Nora there. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. We're going to have to pack a lot of princess dresses. So much glitter. 
<laughs> Can't wait. Really, we're just waiting to go because she doesn't have enough hair to get it done in a princess bun yet. So oh, goodness. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. We, she's got bright red hair. I always say that she doesn't have a whole lot of hair because she's got that, you know, unique color. It takes a little bit longer to grow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a story to tell when she's younger. But yes. if you ever need any recommendations, we're like huge on Disney dining. I don't know if you're huge Appreciate on that. that. Appreciate but that. <laughs> I got the tips. All right. Well, we'll have to touch base because it sounds like you've at least been there more uh, more recently than me. So as soon as we get some dates on the book, I'll be poking you and saying, hey, hey, hey especially with kids where it's good to go. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, I know we have uh, a training to both attend shortly. So we'll start mm-hmm. wrapping this up. We have one more question and then a minute of your self-promotion time. So the quest- last question for us is how about one book and one movie recommendation? So I wanted to just, the first thing that came to my mind for the book, it's called Two by Two and it's by Nicholas Sparks. Okay. Um. I'm not really good at summarizing things, but it's quickly, it's about a father, a daughter, a mother, and then the father becomes a single parent. And it just really shows um, what, what a parent does to sacrifice their life for their child. And, you know, it shows all about the story of unconditional love and I got to read it again. Yeah. That sounds like I'm going to need a box of tissues if I pick up that book. (sighs) That's a Nicholas Sparks book. I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, when do you not need tissues with Nicholas Sparks? So good. It's just so emotional too. I I have a harder time watching and reading things that pull at my heartstrings since having Norha. I'm like, I have to go hold her. Because when do you do it? You do it after they go to bed, right? Okay. So you're sitting there and you're watching a scary thing or an emotional thing. And you're like, well, now I have to go get the baby up and I have to hold them. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, you never do that. You never never wake a sleeping baby (laughs) ever it's the number one parent rule ever never wake (laughs) yeah I read it I read it before Enzo so I would like to read it now so it would would definitely be different I'd be so curious to to hear how it hits differently uh you know now that you've got Enzo in your life that's that'd be interesting so how about a movie um again the first one that came to my mind I don't know why it's a movie it's called Stepmom Oh, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Sounds familiar. But it has, it's just, it's amazing. And I, I like grew up on that movie and I was younger. And this is one of those things where I have to watch it now as an adult, as a mm-hmm. mother and go and be like, oh my gosh, I missed that. I don't know who introduced me to that movie, but um, it's, it's really about like a blended family. And um, it's, it's also one of those very emotional movies moving past struggles and, you know, illness and, just coming together as a family. Yeah, you can definitely uh your your love of family and community shows through even in your recommendations right there. That's awesome. Totally true to who you are. Love it. Love it. That's so true. <laughs> so how about a minute of self-promotion time or what message do you want to put out there into the universe through this podcast? Go for well, it. Um I do, you know, have the La Latina Speechy um Instagram. I am working on some projects to try and, you know, get some more information out there, more posts. I, I'm just not the type of person to just post a post. I want it to be meaningful and for it to make a difference. So I'm working on that. Um, uh, the Miami Mom Collective, I'm a contributor on there. Amazing different um, blog posts about all things mom, all things, you know, they have post Disney travel life in general. So that is awesome. And what, what I would like to just end with is um, really that community is everything. Um, finding people that are like-minded, finding people that, you know, being part of a diverse group of people and just really, you know, learning more about who you are and what it is that, that you like. And I just feel like it helps us grow as, as people. And it's amazing. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Community is everything. There you go. I think I might need to title the podcast that. <laughs> That's beautiful. I really, really appreciate you coming on here and chatting with us today, Daniela. You were so much fun. I think we might have to have you back just for more mom sessions. Uh, That was therapeutic for me, for Emily. I think we could do an entire podcast, like just do a a riff for an hour on, oh my God, momming. (laughs) Seriously, no, I could say so much things about being a mom, but there's only so much time and I'm definitely looking forward to our training. So don't want to take more time. Understood. Well, thank you so much for your time today and we will catch up again soon. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
Let's talk about the special education problem facing our nation. Seven million students need special education services, but over 98% of school districts can't find the staff that they need. On top of that, there are 14% fewer people entering the field. Whoa, it's no wonder teachers and providers are overwhelmed. Enter Teleteachers. We offer options. We can help fill in gaps in your special education teams, as well as help your teams monitor IEP goals and progress through our technology platform, Mira for Schools. We want to help special education teams get back to what matters the most, the students. Check us out online today at www.teleteachers.com or send an email to hello at teleteachers.com to find out more information. Tell them Marissa sent you. Thank you for joining us today. Take a deep breath. Remember, we, the education and parent community, work better together. We innovate better together, and we don't need to be in the same physical space to do it. We are online inspired, and we are so delighted that you have decided to listen in today. You can find us working to live our best lives online via our Facebook and Instagram pages. Search for online and inspired, where you can also find our personal handles and of course, plenty of baby pictures. You can also visit our website, which features our swag shop at www.onlineandinspired.com. And if you are looking for position in online learning, please check out our website at www.teleteachers.com slash join.html and follow Teleteachers on Facebook or Instagram. Stay connected, stay inspired, and we'll see you next week.